Okay, tonight we're going to do our last eye lesson of this series. And we're going to think about the eye a little bit differently tonight. We're going to think about it like a, uh, that's better, like um, we've been working with the eyes functionally, seeing, looking near, looking far. We've been working with the eyes as they organize movement. But today we're going to work with the eye like feeling these two objects that sit in your skull. And what's their size and what's their shape? How do they move? It's not a very common perspective we take on our eyes. We have feel just in your awareness, feel the inside of your mouth, your palate, the lift of your palate, your teeth, your tongue, the bottom of your mouth. have a fair amount of awareness of that space, don't you? Now if you go with your tongue and actually explore the shape of your roof of your mouth, for example, you get a little bit more feedback there about the shape of your mouth. You can even try to go down with the tongue and feel underneath your tongue and inside your lower jaw and the bottom of your mouth. The floor, you can feel all that as fairly definite space inside your skull. But now feel your right eye, for example, around your right eye. Do you have much of any idea of the size, the shape, the dimensions of that space in your skull, of the eye sitting in it? And your left eye, likewise. Do you have any sensation of the weight of your eyes resting back into your skull as you lie like this? Right? Because you're lying face up, so your eyeballs presumably sink or hang a little bit down towards the floor behind you. Do you ever feel the weight of your eyeballs? Okay, come up into sitting and sit cross-legged or some similar way, whatever's comfortable. And with your eyes closed, if you want some cushions to sit on, that's great. And now we're going to explore the size and the shape and the space around the right eyeball, around your right eyeball. And we're going to use a uh, slightly curious image to do this. So imagine that you've got the most delicate, light little instrument you can think of, a long sort of thin blade or like a spring taken out of a very fine clockwork. And it's about a centimeter or a half centimeter wide maybe. And it's gently curved. It's just going to curve around your eyeball very nicely. If you imagine you're going from the internal angle of your eye, which is the corner of your eye, your right eye next to your nose, imagine that you can just slide that instrument in 
around your eyeball till the tip of it comes to the back of your eyeball, comes opposite the front to the back of your eyeball. And it just curves around your eyeball. It's almost like it's measuring the outside of your eyeball. And you can, in your imagination, just abstract away all the muscles that join the eyeball to the skull. So nothing's going to get cut, nothing gets harmed. That instrument just slides in there very delicately. It's curved around your eyeball. How far back does that feel like that goes, that orb, that sphere of your eye? And start to move that instrument so that the... uh, blade of it moves towards your eyebrow. You're going to trace out that inner quarter of the sphere of your eye from the angle that is at your nose up towards your eyebrow. Just move it around, very slowly move it up and then move it back to the interior corner. Feeling the shape of your eyeball, the size. And now you're just sort of imagining a movement happen, but just like for weeks as we've been moving our eyes, we've been asking, how smoothly does the eye move? Now you can ask yourself, how smoothly does this imagined movement happen? How clear is it? How smooth is it? And continue from the top at the brow, continue towards the outside angle of the eye, the outside corner of your right eye. Continue with that instrument, wrapping around your eye, touching the back of your eye at the back. Moving around to the outside angle. And how smoothly does that image continue? And then from the outside angle, continue down towards the cheekbone. So it's kind of like you're turning this implement on an axis so that the curve turns around the outside quarter of your eye, comes down. Feel how far down, like if you think from the other direction, think from the palate, the roof of your mouth, and come up towards where that instrument's now sweeping. How far is this bottom of your eye from your palate from the roof of your mouth, the other side of that bone of the roof of your mouth. And then in towards the inner angle of the eye again, next to the nose.
Again, this is a lesson I have in a transcript from Moshe, and somehow uh, he's usually very accurate anatomically about his understanding, but he's got this idea that the size of the eyeball is like, he says a large peach. And then the editors of the manuscript say, well, peaches were large, smaller in the 1950s than they are now. And I was looking it up on the internet, and I'm looking it up in anatomy sources, and I'm not, I don't think that explanation quite works, because apparently the size of the eyeballs doesn't vary very much. So it's generally about 22 millimeters, which no, I don't think there are peaches that are 22 millimeters, much less peaches you might have called large in the 1950s. I don't know. And if you maybe ancestrally, your neighbors lived in Labrador or Lapland, your eyeball might be 27 millimeters because you're adapted over generations to see in low light conditions during the long winter. That's what they figure, but it doesn't get to the size of a large peach. So I thought, well, given that he's telling everyone your eyes are the size of a large peach, maybe he's thinking about the socket, the actual space in the skull, which apparently might be 50 millimeters, 35 millimeters. It's not perfectly spherical. So it gets a little bit bigger. It's still a pretty small peach. But So I thought just to get that idea, maybe let's go around again with this instrument, but let's get that instrument a little bit wind out so that it's touching the outside, the inside of that socket in the skull that the eyeball sits in and not going around the eyeball itself, which is only going to be about an inch in uh, diameter. So expand your nice little spring, make it wider so that it now touches, in your imagination, touches the bone of the socket that the eye is sitting in and take it around again that full 360 degrees. So try to give yourself an internal measure of that larger space that the eye sits in. So it's got various muscles attaching and different things that help fill up that space. So you go around the hole, tracing out the space of the socket that the eye sits in, feeling now that comes closer to the upper right corner of your palate, of the top of your mouth. Feel the size and shape of the space of the bone. And then just for a moment, open both your eyes and look and see if you feel anything different or quite different in your right eye compared to your left eye now. And then just lie on your back and take a rest. Okay, so come back up to sitting. If you're sitting cross-legged, you could switch your legs. And now with your right eye, take this very delicate instrument and slide it into the interior angle of your right eye. Same one or the other eye? Oh, sorry, the other eye. Left eye. Now with your left eye. 
Insert this instrument and curve it around to touch the back of your eye and feel where that is. And begin to trace out the internal upper quarter of that sphere. Move along your eyebrow to the arch of the top of the eyebrow. Back and forth. And then from the top of the arch, the top of the eyebrow to the outside angle, the outside corner of your eye. Feeling the depth of your eye, the width of your eye. And then from the outside corner down to the bottom of that sphere, above your cheekbone. If you've ever seen anybody's artificial eye, you know that they're not peach-sized. They're not remotely peach-sized. And down from that interior, the bottom, to the internal angle again. Come around to the angle next to the nose, corner of your eye next to the nose. And then kind of open up that instrument, that spring that you have, so that you're touching more the inside of the bone of the cavity. So the eye at the front, at the top and the bottom is going to be fairly close to the bone. To the sides, the bone is going to be wider and back behind the bone is further away from the back of the eyeball. So that arc, the hemi half sphere of the half circle of this instrument you're using is larger than the eyeball itself and take it around, continue to take it around the whole sphere. Trace out for yourself with that image the shape of that space in your skull that your left eyeball sits in now. Where is that relative to your nose, relative to your back of your head, your ear, relative to your ear, relative to the roof of your mouth, Now, in your mind's eye, introduce both of these instruments. So they're both. Uh, where are we going? No, we're going to lie on our backs to do both of them together, so forget about that. 
go ahead and lie on your back and take a rest. So as you lie there, now imagine that you're taking that implement into the internal angle, the internal corner next to your nose of your left eye and the external corner of your right eye. So you have that spot traced out on both. And let's keep it wide back at the skull, the orbit, the space that holds the eye, the larger kind of arc that you're tracing out. So you've got it basically at the right corner of your left eye and of your right eye. And imagine it both, imagine both of these going up in the same direction towards your eyebrow and then down towards the left corner of the left eye and of the right eye and then down to the bottom and back up to the right corner of the right eye and the right corner of the left eye. So they're going at the same time in both eyes. And as you're imagining that, as you're feeling that in your imagination. Notice if you can keep that equally in your awareness, both eyes, the idea of the instrument moving around both eyes at the same time. And you'll find with this, just like with the movements of the eyes, there are places where your awareness is more strongly in one eye than the other skip over things, or things are clear or less clear. And feel as you go around, if you can find those places where maybe your awareness is more strongly in your left eye than your right eye, and even that out a little bit, let your awareness of the movement around your left eye and right eye become more equalized. The idea here is that those habits of movement we've been feeling in lots of other lessons and tying to our whole broad patterns of movement, those habits are there in our awareness even of the size and the shape and the space around the eyeballs. Somewhere that's a blank spot in your movement, some direction of movement that you don't make use of with your eyes, which probably you don't use with the whole rest of your body so much either. It's also there in just your awareness of the space and the shape of your eyes. So just with your awareness of this space, you can even it out.
And now take both these implements to the internal angle, the corner next to the nose of your eyes, and then start to move them in opposite directions. So you're imagining that instrument moving from the internal corner of the left and the right eye up towards the eyebrow, and then to the external corner of both eyes. So on the left, it's moving left, and on the right, it's moving right. And then they start to move underneath and back towards the center. So now they're going in opposite directions. And again, you'll see one or the other of your eyes seems more dominant. You feel more, you're using it more strongly. Your awareness is more strong of this image. So let that even out. Fill in the spaces in the more neglected eye, in the more neglected directions. And then leave that and rest. And then come up to sit again. Cross-legged or in some similar way. And imagine now you've got a paintbrush. And with this paintbrush, you're painting between your eyebrows. So you're painting a line from your left eyebrow to your right eyebrow, straight across between your eyebrows. And now you're gonna continue and paint that line horizontally all the way around your skull. And first, just try to do this just in your imagination, your mind's eye, we'll help ourselves with our hands in a moment, but for now, draw out that line, trace it around the temple, the side of your head, the back of your head, where does a line that continues the line of your brow horizontally, where does that go? Feel where that goes, does it touch your ear, does it go over your ear, where does it go? Above your ear or 
Where does it go behind your head? And now use your hands. Take both hands together at the same time and trace out this line where you feel this line to go and see if it's where you imagined it or if it's somewhere else. As much as possible, leaving your head still in space and tracing around a horizontal line with your hands. And then do it just with your left hand. Use just your left hand and go around clockwise. Go around in one direction a few times. Feel that line right between your eyebrows, along your brow. And then in the other direction, counterclockwise. Draw this line. And then with your right hand, Continue in the same direction. direction and then leave that for a moment and just pause and sitting If your legs are crossed, switch your legs to the other crossing. Now in your mind's eye, begin to draw, take the paintbrush again and draw a line from the bottom ridge, the ridge at the bottom of your eye, your cheekbone. And at the high point of your cheekbone where the eye sits in, draw similarly a horizontal line joining left to the right and around the sides of your head and around the back. And first in your imagination, then we'll use our hands. And where does that go? Does it go under the ear, over the ear, through the middle of the ear? Does it go where behind your skull? Occiput. And then begin to 
Use your left hand to trace it out. Use your left hand to trace that line yourself, horizontal. Feel where it runs. Over your ears, behind your skull. Over your nose. Cross your nose at an angle. And then use your right hand to go in the opposite direction. Now leave that with your hand and just solidify for yourself. Go over this image you now have of a ribbon. You've got the upper border and the lower border of a ribbon running around your head. About the height of your eyeballs or of your eye socket. Runs all the way around your head horizontal. And then keep that image and come and lie on your back. And as you lie there on your back, feel this ribbon. Does it lie on the floor at the back? And begin to paint in the whole ribbon. So take a paintbrush, the imaginary paintbrush you have, and fill in from the top to the bottom of the ribbon over the ridge of your nose, over your eye. Paint up and down. You can take a little wider paintbrush maybe than the one you used first and paint in the sides of it, over your eye, over your eyelid, over your temple, around the side of your head, whatever part of your ear this might catch, around the back of your head, paint it in, fill it in, feel all that space from behind your ear towards and around the back of your head, paint over it, feel the shape. Over your other temple. Other eye. And leave that image.
And now here's where the over your head piece comes in. Imagine somebody sets a chair on the floor about a meter or two above your head. And the chair is directly square on your shoulders. There's a left leg and a right leg to the chair. And now can you look up towards those legs of the chair with your eyeballs? Don't move your head around or, you know, you're not actually going to see your imaginary chair. But you look up towards where you imagine the legs of the chair to be. And can you look at the left leg of the chair with your left eye and the right leg of the chair with your right eye? And you take both your eyes together, but can you look equally at each leg of the chair with each eye in your imagination? This chair is sitting a meter or two over your head. Together or separately? Together. So both eyes together start with. And feel here, you might have a real feeling that one eye is dominant, one eye is doing it more clearly. Feel the movement of your eyeball rolling up. It's one eye roll up more easily. Yeah. Yeah, above the top of your head. Did the little clarification in the beginning. I tried this lesson once with a chair over my in front of my face, and then I thought that's not what he means. (laughs) Over the head. So legs sitting a meter or two behind over your head. And then try just with your left eye, just with your left eye, look up towards the left leg of the chair and then back. Up and then back. See how smoothly that is. And don't make such a big effort that you're doing anything with your eyebrows or rolling your head or anything. You're really just rolling your eyeball in your skull to look up, up. See how easily your left eye looks up towards the left leg of the chair. And then your right eye. How easily does your right eyeball roll up? Can you feel it? How smoothly? And then back. And then both of them together again, left eye looking up to the left leg, right eye looking up to the right leg. And now leave that and use the muscles of your eyelids, the muscles around your eyes, to squeeze and push your eyeballs backwards. Put pressure back on your eyeballs like you're just gently pushing your eyeballs back into their sockets, back into your skull. See if you can give yourself the feeling of the imagination that you're actually feeling your eyeball press at the back of your eyeball. 
You notice even with this, there might be one eye stronger than the other eye in doing this. Let's try just with your left eye. Squeeze your left eye to push that eyeball back. Like you actually want to feel it push back into your socket gently. A few times with your left eye. And then a few times with your right eye. You make that as clear as it was with your left eye, the feeling of pushing your eyeball back into your skull. Pulling it back in. Feeling it. And then both together again. And then leave that. And again, look up, roll both eyes up to look at the left leg and the right leg of the chair over your head. And roll them back. Does that rolling become any smoother? And just pay attention to your left eye looking up towards the left leg of the chair. right eye looking up towards the right leg And then leave that and rest. And now look down with both eyes, your left eyeball looking at your left foot, your right eyeball looking at your right foot. Roll your eyes down. And then back up. And concentrate on your left eye alone, looking down, up towards your, up again. How smoothly the eyeball rolls in this direction the shape and the space around it. And then your right eyeball. Switch your attention to your right eyeball, looking down towards your right foot.
How smooth and continuous and straight is that line? And then both eyeballs again. Left eye looking towards your left foot, right eye looking towards your right foot. And then flip your eyes very quickly between looking at your two feet and looking at the legs of the chair over your head, top to the bottom, very quickly. Notice as you go up or you go down, as one of the eyes tuning in, the other tuning out. Even that out. Tension in both eyes equally, up and down. And then leave that and rest again. And then look with both eyes down towards your feet and move your eyes so you find exactly the center point between your two feet. So you're looking now at the center point between your two feet and then back to your two feet, left to the left and right eye to the right foot. And then back both eyes to converge in the middle between your feet. Find that place, find what that middle point is between your feet. And then take your eyes back over your head to look at the two chair legs, your left eye and the left chair leg, right eye, right chair leg. And then bring your eyes in so that they see the midpoint between those chair legs. Find that middle, go back out to the two chair legs and then find the middle point in between. And then flip your eyes back and forth down to that middle point between your two feet up to the middle point between your two legs of your chair sitting over your head. Keep that midline and flip your eyes down, flip your eyes up. Keep both eyes in your awareness, both eyes active. And then leave that.
about to sit again? Sit uh, cross-legged or however is comfortable. And just review for yourself some of the things we did in sitting, some of the things you did to feel the size and shape and the space of your left eye and your right eye. Just go over that for yourself. Go over whatever snippets of that you remember. And see if that space of your left eye, of your right eye, if that's a little bit more in your awareness, a little bit clearer, a little bit more like the shape and the space inside your mouth than it was at the beginning. And then when you're ready, you can come slowly up to stand and feel how your balance is, see how you're holding your head, see what it's like in standing and walking.